You are listening to This Is Spinal Crab, the podcast about living well with a spinal cord injury. Remember, if you heard it on This Is Spinal Crap, it's probably not medically correct, so always check with your spinal unit or an appropriate medical professional. This Is Spinal Crap is sponsored by Colorplast, providing effective solutions for bladder and bowel management. Hi there and welcome back to This Is Spinal Crap. Today we are going to be talking a little bit more about exercise during lockdown and um, generally doing your exercise over the internet. Grace, have you been doing much exercise online? Um, I've been doing a little bit. I've been doing my own, my own little stretches and stuff, but I keep being very tempted by some of the videos. There's been so many adaptive workouts that have come out of this, which I think is amazing because I think it was something that was sort of lacking before lockdown so now I feel like there's this whole resource that I can tap into yeah definitely we're going to be talking to people today specifically about that and um, today we're joined by Jane Sowerby from Atlas Adventures hi Jane hey how are you doing have I pronounced that correctly that is correct you're about the only person in the whole world that does correct pronounce it correctly to be honest <laughs> And we're also joined by Ella Bowman. Hiya, Ella. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, and I'm sure, Grace, some of those um, um, adaptive videos you were mentioning, I'm sure you probably recognise Ella from, from some of those. Yes. And I've been um, joining in some of your workouts, Ella, that you've been doing with Access Adventures um, and really enjoying them. Um, so let's, let's, let's uh, come to you first, Ella, and talk about how your online how your youtube channel got started or about your youtube channel or what your background is okay so yeah i um i have a massive background in sport anyway i'm quite a big sport fan and um i actually went to university and i studied sports coaching so it it isn't completely random this whole thing and i am qualified as a coach anyway which is quite useful um but at the beginning of lockdown um my mum and my sister were doing like um, really good high intensity workouts online. So my mum was doing Joe Wicks, absolutely loves Joe Wicks. She's a massive fan. And um, my sister was doing all like the Les Mills body combat. Um, so I was quite jealous really at that point. Like they were getting a really good sweat on. They were having really good workouts. And I just didn't think there was much out there for disabled people like that. Um, the ones I did find, there were some out there and the ones I did find were good. They just weren't necessarily that motivating like I struggled to feel motivated by them um I actually work in the television industry anyway so I've been wanting to learn to edit for work anyway um so my mom said to me why don't you just have a go at making your own filming it and editing it um so that's what I did and it's all kind of just kicked off from there uh, I sent my uh first workout out to quite a lot of people including Jane at Access Adventures and they seemed to quite enjoy it and asked me to do do some live sessions for them which has been really fun i've really really enjoyed the live sessions because it has really taken off for you hasn't it not just with access adventures you're doing quite a few um I, you, I, i've joined you at wheelpower and i've seen you pop up in other places who else are you working with yeah i've joined with wheelpower they're a yeah disabled sports charity as well and they asked me to do some videos for them so i've done about 10 for them now and then i've also teamed up with a company called gym possible 
they're an adaptive gym based in the northeast and i knew nothing about them before they knew nothing about me that was just simply the power of the internet and he got in touch with me and was like can you do some sessions for us so yeah it's been a really good opportunity and considering i haven't been working it's basically been a full-time job which is it's really good it's kept me really busy which is really nice yeah well i was just thinking how is she doing all this how is she making so many videos and and doing so many live shows you must be it must be a full-time job now yeah and i feel fitter than ever i don't think i've felt this fit in a long time so i know people have gone backwards on lockdown but i've definitely um kept up my fitness which has been really good <laughs> so how many times a day do you work out now whether it's teaching let classes or having or doing your own work at home um it depends on the day so like today i've got two um wednesdays i usually have about three um thursdays one and friday one so yeah it really depends on the day so it's quite a lot but um thankfully then they're, they're only like a good solid maybe 20 minutes to half an hour workout so it's not exhausting but it's enough just to constantly keep going well, I've been really enjoying them. I've just found that it's, a, like you said at the beginning, that there wasn't anything that got you motivated. Um, and I just find them the perfect balance of, uh, of it's it's just right the right level for me because it's not too hard, but it's still challenging enough. <laughs> and then there's uh, always Ella's smiley face there to, to, to keep me going. Grace, you need to join in on the yeah oh that just sounds brilliant I think you're right I've been watching a lot of people like go on about Joe Wicks and how amazing it is and I just thought oh that's nice for people that can do that but um that's fantastic that you've that you've made this especially because I really struggle to get my heart rate up I find and to get kind of puffed out easily I feel like it takes a lot of specific stuff and I can't really just do it on my own because I don't know I guess there's less motivation but when you're you're in a class or watching a video and don't get me wrong like joe wicks has tried he has really tried to he's done some um videos like upper body workouts and that but they're more based they're more like aimed at i think elderly like people who have less mobility and things like that whereas disabled people don't necessarily have less mobility they just want a good workout with strength and everything so that's what i've tried to do in mine and seem to have got myself self a reputation as like the broom girl because I use like household objects in my workouts because I wanted to make it readily available for everyone. I wanted to make it easy to access and and all these Paralympians have specialized equipment but a lot of people don't. So I wanted to make it an option for them to be able to do a workout in their own living room quite easily. So as well as the live the live um sessions that you've been doing Ella then you you have a YouTube channel and people can just and go on to that and, and do their workouts in their own time. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. So I release a video every Tuesday. Um, so that's another new workout completely. And I've tried to mix them up a little bit. I've done some outdoors. I've done like just normal circuit ones. Um, I've also done some which are a little bit like a game. So I've done a flip a coin one. Um, I've tried to mix it up a little bit just to keep people interested. And hopefully there's something on there that everyone wants really. Um, so yeah, I release them every Tuesday and you can access them at any point on YouTube. So if you just type in Ella's wheelchair workouts, they'll come up. But my aim was never ever to do it for likes or follows. It was simply to do it to help other people in the situation that I might have been in at that time. So um, yeah, I just hope I've achieved that a bit and helped as many people as possible because it's not easy keeping fit in lockdown and it's not easy to have the motivation. So 
No, and I think that's the thing for me with the live sessions is that if I know that I've said that I'll be there at two o'clock on a Tuesday or whatever, that it'll actually make me do it at two o'clock on a Tuesday. Whereas with videos, I'd spend all of Tuesday going, oh, I'll do it after this, I'll do it after that. And then I never do it. <laughs> so um, definitely the live sessions help me with that. But it's good to know that there are there are videos there for people who are able to motivate themselves enough <laughs> to do it. Um. Jane, uh, Axis Adventures, I was really excited this year. I was looking forward to joining you guys this summer. And all of this kicked off with this bloody coronavirus has has caused all your plans. So for anybody who hasn't heard yet of Axis Adventures, can you tell us a little bit about what you guys do? Yeah, we basically organise adaptive sports camps and activities for people with disabilities. Um, so the majority of stuff that we do is based down at Heron Lake. We do a lot of water skiing and wakeboarding. We also run ski sessions um, over in France, actually, at the moment. We're trying to expand on that. And then we have kite surf camps, um, kayaking, and some biking as well. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, this year we were planning to expand all of our services. It was a really exciting year for us. <laughs> Everything got put on hold, like it did for everyone. Um, and obviously, without being able to deliver our services in person, we were kind of, we were just stumped, we were thinking, well, what can we do? How can we still, you know, engage our community and support the beneficiaries? Because the reason we set up, we founded the charity was because myself and the other two founders are so passionate about adaptive sport. And we really believe in the positive impact that adaptive sport can have, you know, both physically and mentally. So it was kind of a real blow to not be able to continue supporting people in that way, which is why we looked at delivering these virtual sessions. So we had a few meetings and developed a virtual program. Um, actually, we did it right at the beginning of April uh, with some test sessions. We're kind of lucky that one of the founders, Claire Williams, is already an adaptive yoga instructor. Um, she's a physio by background, specializing in spinal in, with spinal injuries. Um, so we'd already been running some adaptive yoga sessions as an additional activity on some of our other camps, like the water skiing ones and the kite surf and kayak ones. Uh, so that was kind of an easy one for us to start with. So we did a couple of test sessions because she'd never... She'd never done it in a virtual format before, as many people hadn't. <laughs> and she was a bit freaked out initially. But, she, you know, she adapted really quickly. And once we'd done the test sessions, realized it was going to work, we then kind of invited other people to join that. Um, we also, it was fairly easy for us to start a spin cycle session because uh, myself and Tim are both keen hand cyclists and we kind of already had a group of hand cyclists that we knew would be able to join us on these sessions. So again, we did a couple of test sessions and then put, added that to the program. And then we obviously got Ella on board and we already knew Ella because she's been water skiing with us. She's been skiing with us in France. Uh, and so, you know, we know how positive she is anyway. And then when she sent me the link to her YouTube video, I, I hadn't realized completely her background actually so we you know we were keen to really do this professionally we didn't want to just get kind of random people who wanted to have a go we really wanted people with the, the right skills and experience 
Um, and Ella totally has got that. So we added her seated workout session to our virtual program. And it's just been so popular. We really appreciate all the hard work she's she's put into it. It's been really nice. What I've liked about it, I, I joined you originally for the um, Claire's yoga sessions, which I really good. I really, really, really enjoy them. Um, and then later on, I joined you for, for Ella's sessions. Um, but what I really liked about it was that there's a real sense of community still um, with the people. It's kind of a lot of the same faces back all the time doing the classes. And, you know, whether it's Claire or Ella or I'm sure Tim or yourself, whoever whoever is leading the, the group is kind of remembers somebody's story from last time and says, oh, and how is the cat today? Or how is the, you know, I see your wine bottle is empty today or whatever it might be. Like with Ella and her brooms and she's like, oh, you're not using a broom today. You've got whatever. Or somebody's hitting their partner with a broom or whatever. There's a, there's a conversation about it. And, and, and that's that's been really, really nice because it's kind of the next best thing to be in there. Yeah. And that, that was really important to us, actually, that, you know, we, we recognised that many of our beneficiaries would be feeling particularly isolated, you know, when they did announce lockdown and, and some are considered to be higher risk. So it's more difficult for them to, to get out and about and, and do exercise. So it was kind of really important for us to engage that community so people felt like they were part of something. And as all three of you have said, you know, it's much harder to motivate yourself to do something. And unless you are a, an athlete, uh, you know, and you've, you've got a kind of training program, sometimes you just need a bit of a push in the right direction and to join a group of people online. And then, like you say, once you see the same kind of people popping up on screen, it does it does create a really nice kind of family feel to it, which was what, we, and, you know, another of the, the reasons we set up Access Adventures was to kind of, create that sort of family feeling like friends that are like family you know um and actually it's been really interesting that it's not just been engaging our existing community which is what I kind of thought would happen but it's also encouraged a lot of new people to join us and they're obviously also interested in coming and joining our activities once we can get going again and return to some sort of normality but in the meantime this is a really nice way to meet them and engage with them I really like the sense of community. Like, I think that surprised me the most. And and it feels like I know all these people, like, really, really well, but I just don't know them over a screen. Like, I've never actually met them in real life. So, actually, when lockdown's over, it would be really nice to all to get together at the lake or something and all just actually meet in person because I do feel like I know you all. So, it's strange. Yeah, we should have a little a little virtual program party, shouldn't we? Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's just also brilliant because ironically, I think before lockdown, when I was first injured, I was looking for some sort of adaptive yoga sessions in London and they just didn't, they like don't exist. You know, you can't go to a class, like a wheelchair yoga class or anything. So the fact that there's like all this online stuff now means that you can have like a adaptive class and that's, that's great. Yeah. And yoga, I mean, for me personally, with my injury, I, for years I've tried to find a yoga class that I can join in with you know the local one and it's been really great to be so close to Claire and kind of work with her when we do run camps but we're, it's always so busy we're always rushing around so you know I never kind of have time to sit down with her and, and actually do a full yoga session so it's been great for me personally to to see how it's developed and we've had 
so much feedback exactly along those lines that, you know, just really difficult to find people who are kind of willing to adapt their normal classes. Um, and then sometimes you end up having to pay more for a private session, which, you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. There should be other options available to people. And that's why we're really keen to offer these sessions for free. You know, we, we don't charge people for joining the sessions. They're always welcome to make a donation to the charity. But, you know, the only reason we're able to do that is because of amazing volunteers like Ella, who are willing to kind of give up their time. Um, and then we can just engage these people without, because some people just don't have the financial means to kind of, to pay for any sort of private sessions that they might have to do if they weren't able to access this sort of program. Absolutely. And I definitely found that just, just before lockdown, I had actually been looking into um, kind of Pilates and yoga sessions and was really, really annoyed about the, the, the cost of them. Um, so that's actually something that I've definitely benefited from over the last while. We, we've talked about kind of the learning curve. We've talked a little bit about the learning curve that everybody went on at the beginning of lockdown. Um, when becoming, you know, putting everything online was quite scary. I mean, we, we experienced it as well, didn't we, Grace, with different programs to use and, you know, a, adapting so much to, to, to try and get out the podcast or try and get our cafes out. Um, and uh, you guys must have, have been the same as that. I mean, Ella, you said you had to learn how to edit in order to make your videos. That's quite a big, that's quite a big thing to have to learn. How did it go? Absolutely. Yeah, it was huge. But um, I've been wanting to do it for so long. Like I bought the program back in November on the Black Friday sale. So I've had it for ages. But I never had that chance, like that time to just sit down and do it because it does take time. So it was really nice to have the time to just sit down and have a go and play around. Um, but I also feel like Jane and I have become a bit like Zoom experts now because I haven't never knew about Zoom before in the in the past. So like I feel like I'm a big big pro on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, I thought I knew Zoom because I used to use it for work because my um, head office for work was in New Zealand. So we would have our, our like weekly catch up on a by Zoom. So I thought I knew everything there was to know about Zoom. Oh, I was a pro. No, I had the clue. <laughs> Did you guys get Zoom bombed at all? Mm, I don't think so. In our first, what, two weeks or so, was it? We had an, an SIA held it as well in one of their, their lounges. Um, where basically the first few weeks before Zoom put the passwords on it or they embedded passwords into certain codes. But before they did all of that, um, if you had an open Zoom link and you had it up on Twitter or whatever, anybody could like look for a hashtag Zoom or hashtag virtual cafe or whatever. And they were able to like, join it and like some of them were putting up inappropriate pictures or our one we didn't get it and as bad as that now but we did get lots of people just shouting you know like cursing and stupid things like just teenage boys um but um it was we, we wasn't we didn't have it too bad but some people got real clangers <laughs> yeah God, the stories i heard about some of them <laughs> yeah and then they would like screen share and have on like certain pictures and videos and things that I didn't know that was a thing I didn't know <laughs> yeah, it would last for a few weeks now now that you you had to change all your settings and everything which is fine so well it meant that we put on really strict settings so now nobody can share anything about <laughs> 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 totally the other way but um very funny yeah we got caught out with that though but um you live and learn don't you <laughs> 
I think the best thing with our Zoom sessions that we do for Access Adventures now is um, Jane's quite technical, so it's pretty useful, but she's managed to work out how to put um, music to them. And I think that really does help. I think I think doing exercise with music has really helped lift people's spirits and motivate them a little bit more. Hence why I wanted to do videos with music on, because I really do think it gives that a little bit of a boost, even if you don't like the music that's on it, like that's fine. It just makes it a little bit more interesting. I definitely think so, because I've done sessions with you, Ella, but, but both with music and without, and was fine without, I put on my own music, it's fine, but um, it does make a difference. And what I really enjoy, actually, with you, Ella, is you go, oh, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a surprise for Ella as well, because she can't think of playlists. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't started singing yet, to be honest, but sorry if I do. <laughs> I'm on having a little dance, though, haven't we, in between? They're always, like, boogieing away in between your exercises. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to see. It's really lovely. <laughs> it is really, really nice. And it adds, again, to that sense of community as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, I think about what you were saying about community, Jane, was really nice because we've seen that, I think, in general, in the spinal cord injured community, the community has kind of really gelled together, I feel, over the last uh, few months. We've had such such good support from people who listened to us before and people who didn't. Like you said, new people who came on. Most of the people who attend our cafes weren't listeners before lockdown. They only learned about us like when everybody was learning about what was going on. Um, and now, now they're kind of our our they're our friends, really, aren't they, Grace? That's something really weird when we we don't do them anymore. It's going to feel very strange on a Thursday when I don't have my little cafe group. Yeah, which we should probably point out to people is happening quite soon. Where end of June is the is the end of the road for us for now. Um, sorry, listeners who really enjoy those cafes. <laughs> Gracie's back at uni, and I just have lots on, so <laughs> it's going to be yeah. And I think now that the world is is coming back to normal, people aren't aren't, aren't going to have time for for all the cafes and social stuff anymore. Whereas a workout, yes, they'll absolutely need it. But we were we were kind of had a time and a place. Um, it's now come to its end. Well, we've been discussing what to do as well moving forwards and actually kind of keep expecting the numbers to start dropping but it really hasn't happened yet so you know as long as there's a demand for it then I don't and as long as Ella is happy to deliver the workouts I don't see any reason to stop them we've definitely had um, a lot of feedback from people kind of requesting you know just pleading with us to not stop some of them. So I think we'll have to look at the kind of sustainability moving forwards and, and how feasible it is to keep delivering them. Um, but definitely in some form, I think there's there's a benefit of continuing to have some kind of virtual program because a lot of the in-person activities we do are based in the south, you know, near near London. And so it kind of alienates a lot of people. And at the minute, because we're not able to run the residential camps for obvious reasons. We're kind of limited to just being able to support people that, that are close, that are local. So actually, it'd be really nice to kind of, it doesn't matter where you are, does it? If you're logging in via Zoom or whichever program you're using, um, it doesn't matter where you are. It's In fact, we've had people not in the UK that have joined some of our sessions. Um, so it's kind of just really nice to retain that. And if people are also benefiting from that little community, then it'd be a shame to stop it, really. 
Yeah, it, w- it would really be nice to, to be able to carry it on. I've had a lot of people um, that they they prefer the live Zoom sessions. They feel more confident in them because they, they're just a bit scared to go to the gym or don't have that confidence to go to the gym. So this has been a perfect alternative for them. And so would love this to continue as an option for them in the future because it's easy just to wheel into your living room, do a workout, come out and have dinner. You don't have all the travel in between. You don't have all the faff. So, yeah, I think they are. I think they do have a place. And I think, well, that's the thing. I don't know how I would juggle it when I go back to work and everything. But, um, yeah, I think it's an option. And I think it's a good thing to do. I think people would take it up and still use it. Yeah. Yeah, even if we, I mean, we'll just keep, we're just going to keep assessing it as time goes on. And obviously it totally depends on everyone's availability. But even if you kind of streamline it, say you have less sessions each week, but there is still something for people to access, uh, I think that'd be amazing wouldn't it Ella this is also new for you um as in the the videos and doing the live sessions and everything um it's kind of like a new opportunity that has come up out of all of this is it definitely it's it's opened a lot more doors for me now um I've even now considering doing a personal training course after lockdowns are lifted and everything I think it'd be a good new challenge for me um I do love my job that I'm in now in television, but I don't know if it's going to be an option forever. It's a very demanding job. So I think um, this could be a good option as a follow-up in the future if I do ever leave television. Um, and, yeah, have have an opportunity to, um, yeah, help people keep fit. Because sport has always been a passion of mine, and it always will be. Um, and it's just something you can always do on the side if not. And, it, yeah, it's just a good plan B, I think. I think my ultimate aim was always to get into uh, have a go at presenting at the moment. Um, that's what I'd quite like to do. I don't know if it's ever going to be possible. It's a really hard job to get into. Um, so I feel like I've now got a little bit of a portfolio as well, which is really useful that I can now prove that I can speak on a camera or things, something like that. I mean, nothing might ever come out of it, which is fine. Um, but I've also had a lot of fun whilst doing it. And I think that's the main thing. <laughs> That's a brilliant outlook to have on it as well. And um, Jane, were you surprised by the um, kind of how how operations took a turn for you guys, and did did it change how you viewed doing online stuff? Definitely did. I mean, at first, it really was outside of our comfort zone. You know, not just because it's not the kind of primary adaptive sports that we're normally hosting, but because we hadn't done any kind of online stuff in terms of interacting with people so but that was the same for everyone you know everyone had to kind of go through this steep learning curve and I think we were just so lucky that we were able to get on it right at the beginning um, and just kind of push ourselves out of our comfort zone (laughs) um, and be able to kind of figure it out as we went along so after we'd kind of run a few sessions um, it just felt like quite a slick program that we've managed to put together and it was only because of all the amazing people that we've been able to work with and we've added you know after Ella's session we then added another session with an adaptive yoga teacher um, who knows Claire and it's just a relaxation session which if you'd have asked me several months ago whether Access Adventures would do any kind of relaxation session I'd have thought you were crazy but it's really made me realize that that there is like there is a place for it and it doesn't mean that we're not going to be running all of the kind of more extreme stuff that we're known for um but I think it's a great 
supplement to that and it, it you know it can really complement it it's but from a personal point of view it's made me relax more I've never been very good at the kind of meditation stuff and relaxation stuff and it's it's really kind of made me realize that that's very important for mental health and probably more so during lockdown I think it's been such an emotional roller coaster that it's been nice to have calming things like yoga and relaxation to do if you have had kind of a bit of a crazy day <laughs> and you're not quite sure how you feel about being isolated then it's it's really beneficial isn't it um, and that's that's the case always it's, it's that just the fact that lockdown has kind of made us think about it a bit more made us more aware of it and I think relaxation has been a like hot topic all during lockdown, which is funny because you think when people are spending so much more time at home that they'd naturally be more relaxed. But um, people have really been making an effort. And it's interesting because we're actually, well, for a lot of us, we're actually doing it. Whereas before you just, you didn't have 10 minutes to do a exercise or to meditate or to do a relaxation, whatever, to practice techniques or whatever grace have you been meditating or relaxing or what have you been doing for that i say i've been meditating as such i'm not a very good meditator but i definitely agree with with what you're saying about um just taking time to do things like i personally um when i'm at uni and everything i don't get on the floor at home i just don't it's just an effort and then i just don't i don't know i just was avoiding it like transferring to the floor and doing stretches but I've just been doing that like every day and I, I just like what was all the fuss about like it <laughs> it takes 20 minutes and it is so beneficial to my day that I can't believe I just was pushing this aside for so long um so it's just little things like that that I think when you're kind of busy and you know pre-lockdown you sort of just take things for granted and don't don't really I feel like we've had to look at try and look after ourselves more in this time because you know it's very anxiety inducing but maybe that's a good thing do you think that post lockdown then Grace will you continue doing it or are you going to fall back into your old ways see this is I guess this is I'm not really sure this is the challenge I really hope so I hope I'll still be watching videos and doing things and learning things um but I think it'll be really tricky. I think everyone will find it probably quite tricky going back when it's suddenly, things will suddenly get busy again and you'll be able to see friends, you'll be able to do things. I think it'll be quite easy to get caught up in that. Um, so it will be a challenge, I think. I think it's going to be difficult for a lot of people, isn't it? And I think from the point of view from Access Adventures, I think we have to be really careful. We have to be aware of some of the individuals that even though a lot of people are going to be re returning to some kind of normality there might be some people who aren't yet and are still feeling isolated and they're kind of going to be stuck in limbo it's going to be such an odd time for people now it's you know no one really knows what's happening do they so it, it probably mental health is even more important right now perhaps than it was at the start of lockdown I've really enjoyed taking time for me as well, yeah, and having that break. Like, I am not missing my two-hour commute. Like, I'm really not missing it. I'm dreading going back to it. So um, it's just nice to have time, little things to do your washing or, uh, I don't know, to cook for you, my mum and dad. Like, I just don't have that time to cook normally. And I've even started to paint by numbers, and that's just been great. So, um, yeah, it's just nice to have just a break and just to be able to chill and have a, I think it's a healthy balance at the moment. I'm working quite a lot, but I've got that rest time as well, which is nice. 
yeah, I'm definitely doing a lot more mindful stuff. Um, but I'm also watching a lot more rubbish TV. I used to never watch TV because I probably don't have time for it. I didn't even open TV. And for some reason, I bought one about two or three months before this all picked off. And thank God I did. <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting a little bit too into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I mean, this is not something that's worth my time. But still, I kind of have to flick it on and then get stuck into it. Um. Yeah. So I don't rather. I'd rather be watching one of Ella's videos. <laughs> I'm gonna have to swap it out for. Um. Ladies, thank you so much for uh, coming on and joining us. How do people, um, Jane, if they want to learn more about Access Adventures or about your virtual sessions or your in-person sessions, where can they find out more? So the website is probably the best place to start. Just accessadventures.co.uk but we are on Facebook and Instagram as well so I always just update social media as well as our website okay bro and Ella if they're looking to see these amazing videos where can they find you uh yeah you can just head over to YouTube and type in Ella's wheelchair workout and they should all pop up then um but I'm also on Facebook and you can follow my page which is Ella's wheelchair workout or um Instagram which is Ella B Media so um, yeah, it's good options. I'm all around and I'm like Jane and I update everything. And that's a full-time job in itself, social media. Oh, it is. <laughs> and Gracie, how can people find us? So you can find us on Instagram at This Is Spinal Crap, on Facebook and Twitter at Spinal Crap Show, um, or you can email us at thisispinalcrap at gmail.com. Um, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends about us if you like the podcast and if you don't just be quiet yeah. <laughs> that's fine if you don't like it just stop listening um, <laughs> and um yeah and also anybody who wants to learn more about um spinal cord injury during the time of coronavirus or afterwards um have a look on the sia website um as you know we are working in partnership with spinal injury association for this series and their website is www.spinal.co.uk they have an advice line on there for anybody who needs any immediate help or support with coronavirus so have a look on the website and you will learn more um and so i think that's it guys it's been really nice chatting to you ladies thank you so much for joining us it's been lovely oh thanks and i'll see you in just a couple of hours for one of ella's lovely sessions yeah <laughs> let's get up <laughs> all right thanks everybody for joining us remember our cafes are thursdays at 3 p.m up until the end of june and um after that you're just gonna have to uh join all of the access adventures sessions if you want to you know be part of this fab little community um and so we will hopefully see a lot of you there until next time this is spinal craft bye, bye. for listening to this is spinal crap and thank you to our sponsors coloplast if you like this week's show please be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media 